Hey everyone, and welcome to Shy and Salty with your hosts, Nikki and Rhea, where we talk through our journeys of learning, unlearning, and relearning in order to help you through yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, welcome back to Shy and Salty. Salty. (laughs) I know we don't do that. (laughs) Hey Nikki. (laughs) Hi Rhea. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I mean, I took a half day today because I wasn't feeling so hot. But I think like once I like sleep it off, it should be good. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that your is that your salty this week? Yeah, so I mean, to start with salty, allergy season is among us, <laughs> which sucks so much. Could we get sponsored by Claritin D? Please, I need sponsorships here. Please send me all of your allergy medicines. Do you have allergies? Are you affected by allergy season? No, I'm tangentially affected because Jake experiences it and his um he'll like do this he'll like hawk up loogies does that is that like a common phrase like you know that's a common phrase but I don't think okay I mean I can do this oh it's like very loud and like it's sometimes like when when is the season is bad I guess it's like all day so I honestly, I'm so lucky that I don't have to deal with allergies, but like right. having to hear that all day, like sucks sometimes. Yeah. Like my throat gets itchy. So that's what I was doing before was scratching my throat. And then my eyes, like the corners were, it felt like there was like a spice that like hit the corners of my eyes and it just was so itchy. Uh, and then I just feel so congested all around, like especially like my brain or just my head. I just have that like congested feeling. Ugh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I hate colds, so I feel like allergies are probably like worse and unavoidable. Yeah, I guess like similar um side effects and it's just like hard for me to focus at work when I have it. So I was like, I just I just need to do that. What about you? What's your salty? My salty this week is kind of vague, but I think it's like when you're telling someone something and like about how you're feeling about something and they like offer a solution or like try to like say like, I don't know, not like outwardly like invalidate, but are like, oh, well, like I would be so excited if I'm in your shoes. And, like, I can't really understand, like, where you're coming from. And it's, like, uh, oh, like, just, like, can't, like, like do this or whatever. And it's, like, no, I'm just, like, venting. <laughs> like, just yeah. let me vent. Just, like, give me, like, space to vent and, like, be anxious about this thing, like, that I know is, like, kind of a irrational anxiety thing. <laughs> you know, like, I know. Like, and I'm already feeling it, which is making me more anxious about, like, I shouldn't feel like this um, because, again, there is no, like, should or shouldn't in terms of, right. like, feelings. Um, 
but yeah I think sometimes I just like get frustrated with my own feelings and then like talking about it sometimes like is almost counterproductive if the person you're talking to isn't like hearing you and instead just like offering all these solutions yeah and it's like you know it's not their fault but some people have a hard time like categorizing is this a conversation that they need help or that they need to be listened to yeah and I feel like maybe even I was that way at one point and Mm -hmm. I think over the years I've learned like oh you don't have to like create this solution or like problem solve for everyone like you can just give them their space talk about how they feel like see what they need from you versus like force all of this opinion on them right Ugh, that sucks and it's like hard having like that conversation being like Oh, it was like more venting. Yeah, it's totally fine. And the person like did not mean it like that at all. But in the moment I was like getting frustrated and I totally get they were trying to help me. But yeah, it was, it was, it's fine. It's all fine. Just a lesson for interacting with friends or people in your life. I'm just glad you got to resolve it as well because then it's like nothing lingering. And even it's just like the small things. It's just like might as well just get it over with. So that long term, you're not like looking back and being like, yeah. And I think it's something that sometimes like continually can happen and just like the reminder. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not going to like start a fight about this thing. I'm just, oh, a hundred percent. It's like a self-soothing mechanism more for me um, than anything. Mm -hmm. What's your suite? Like with the weather changing, it's getting warmer. I mean, we've been getting a couple good days. I see that you were saying before that was hot in your room. We're not that place yet. I still have to put my heater on. Yeah, but I think um, I just feel like more motivated. I've been doing like some changes around the apartment. So things are like moving forward. I'm doing like a DIY for like the table console. Oh my God. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited. Oh, TV console. That's what I meant to say. I'm really excited. And once it comes together, maybe I'll post pics. Who knows? But other than that, just like hanging out with friends more. Like I hung out with our mutual friends in Jersey City on Friday. We like just spontaneously went to a beer garden. It was just like a lot of fun, like being together and like having that time. And then last night we uh, celebrated our Jairus's birthday. He turned 27 today. Happy birthday to him. You always call him (laughs) different names on here. Oh, yes. So uh, I guess background, his name can be heard as Elias, Ilya, or Argyris. And who is this person? Oh, that's my boyfriend or significant other. (laughs) Why are you (laughs) blushing? I'm just kidding. You're not. Uh. Every time you say it, it feels weird. I feel like I never hear you refer to him as your boyfriend. Wait, I have a new salty that like just came into my head. Okay, so Leah Thomas is a transgender swimmer. So she's a oh, she is a swimmer. I've been seeing stuff about this. She won first place in I don't I don't know what it is. Some like NCAA yeah. thing. And fucking Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor. He declared the other day that the person who won second place, who also like happens to be from Florida, that she is actually the winner 
because it's not fair since Leah Thomas is, is a transgender person. And it made me so angry because also in his caption, he was like, yeah, like I'm trying to protect like women's opportunities. Meanwhile, he's like pushing like the most restrictive abortion ban ever. Like, fuck you. Fuck you so hard. I fucking hate him. But yeah, that the whole thing just like made me so upset the other day. Yeah. And I mean, like, I guess like don't take it out on the person. Like she has nothing to do with it. If that's really like what angers you. And I know that's like coming from a different like opinion than myself. But I feel yeah. like take it out in the NCAA organization. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Like the system. Don't take it on, on these people. And again, my opinions don't align with the governor, but like, I just feel like that's just a logic move. But I think it's just more of like publicity. Yeah, I think his move in saying that is to target like the system and like whoever like agrees with that or like made those rules. Right. But yeah, it is also targeting like this person who is, I don't want to say like a child, but like she's a young woman. And, like, you're scarring her forever. Like, fuck you. You're, I don't know, 50-year-old man? Like, God. Oh, right. Makes me so upset. Oh. And then you're sweet. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then you're sweet. <laughs> I guess my sweet this week is I, I feel like I had some, like, kind of breakthrough with my coach this week. So I have a coach for basically who, like, builds all my, like, training p- programs um, and, like, my nutrition so I like have been tracking my calories and like macros which like not everyone needs to do but I've been like in a very intentional like growth phase Mm -hmm. and I feel like because summer is coming because I've been feeling like more like discomfort in like my body I feel like I like requested (laughs) that I stop the growing phase and like go back to like a more like maintenance or like cutting phase And we had, like, a long talk about it the other day. And she was basically like, I think you should sit in this a bit longer. It's harder for you to gain muscle than it is to, like, lose fat, like, because of my specific body type. And so give it, like, a 12-month, like, growth phase where I don't do these, like, mini cuts or whatever I think that I need to do in order to get like the immediate relief of like, okay, like I feel back like in my body again, because I do feel like I have a lot of underlying, like we've talked about this before, but like identity with how my body looks. I don't, yeah. So I think she like put it in a good way for me where I realized like, okay, just because I'm in a growth phase doesn't mean I have to like keep restricting cardio or restricting all my other energy expenditure. Like I can still be an athlete. Like I could still like go to do hit workouts and do all these hikes and like climb 14ers. And it honestly would be better if I'm in this growth phase because I have the energy to do it versus if I was to try to like cut. Right. I mean, I've never like been in that like routine where I like purposefully would be able to do that. But I can relate to just like your body changing Mm -hmm. and getting uncomfortable with it and it's not like always like a bad uncomfortable just like different yeah I like realized it recently when I do treadmills in class that like my body has changed in the past couple of months and it like has affected like how I run in a way 
which is something that I didn't think I would have faced at this moment. But it's like, again, not like a bad change, just like a different. Yeah. So it was like cool to like be in touch with like my body to like see that and like realize that. But yeah, I always say it just to awareness. show that like I like relate in a way of sometimes feeling uncomfortable with my body, even though there's yeah. not something bad with it. It's just different. Yeah. And also like, of course. And I, I feel like it's probably easier for me to say than to like practice, but like our bodies are going to change like so much over the course of our lives. Right. Like, I mean, if you think about like our bodies now versus like when we were teenagers and the people who are like, oh, like I fit into jeans from high school. It's like, that's going to be a goal. Like, crazy. <laughs> I didn't so have an different. ass in high school. Yeah. Oh my God. I did not have an ass in high school. <laughs> I'm working very hard on my ass. But, yeah. So I think it was a good like breakthrough for me and a good like motivator of like, oh, there are other things that I could focus on too as my goal without it just solely being like strength-based or building muscle-based and like aesthetic-based. Like I can still like hit these performance goals at the same time and it not necessarily be a detriment to me like building muscle or like being in this right like very intentional phase. Oh, I'm so like excited for you. That's so good. Thank you. It's so hard. Proud snaps all around <laughs> so today's topic breakup and we broke it up into these four categories how you know your relationship has run its course how to break up with someone getting broken up with handling heartbreaks and rebounds i am pumped for this episode <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> I'm scared to see what's going to come up. <laughs> so I guess, Nikki, how do you know your relationship has run its course? Okay, I'm going to admit I am very bad at – or, okay, historically, and, like, I've grown a lot since, like, my first relationship, but I feel like it's hard for me to tell. And I think it's also – I feel like I probably stay in relationships longer than I should. Are you the one to like break up with people or do people break up with you? I feel like it's been an even split over the course okay. of my life. I remember in the beginning I was like, oh, like all I do is like break up with people and felt so like ego, like centric about it. <laughs> and then over the years it's like, fuck, I've gotten my heart broken a lot of times. But I feel like, of course, it's like different for every person. Right. I think in some of the relationships I've been in, it's – it's when your boyfriend is in jail or <laughs> and you can't really communicate with them anymore. I guess that's one way. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to tell. I think also if you don't really feel like you're growing with that person anymore, like you're growing in like different directions and your like wants in life like aren't really the same or like aligning at least, maybe not the same. And if your needs personally are not being met mm -hmm. or if the other person's needs aren't being met and there's not like a way like if you don't want to like meet the other person's needs you know like if that's not going to align with what you want in life so I think those are all reasons for me no I think that was so well put especially just generalizing it of like everyone wants something different in a relationship so it's just like identifying what you want and kind of seeing how it aligns with the other person so I loved how you put that 
for example, I see it as a partnership. So some of the things that I see as when you start seeing these trends is like they're disconnecting or I'm disconnecting from the relationship. There's not like respect. You kind of live life together. So you need to respect each other. You need to have like that type of communication and be able to meet each other's needs. And I feel like I'm very similar to you of like what you were saying before. Like I was in the same situation where in a lot of my relationships, it took me a while to break up with the other person. And by a while, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's like giving them chances or just like not seeing it as instant. But I think for me, when I know it ran its course, it's like when I emotionally disconnect from the person. And that just like happens over time sometimes. Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. Where I feel like sometimes there's just like a switch in me. I don't yeah. know where I like, like literally would do anything for this person and then the switch. And then I'm like, I'm so like apathetic about this person right now. Like, exactly. I just don't give a shit. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. And again, like long term relationships, you're not always like going to get like excited to see the other person. But I feel like there is a level of, oh, like I kind of dread. <laughs> seeing this person or like I'm getting annoyed with making plans to see this person. So I think those are like good signs too. Yeah. When I first started seeing Elia, one of the first things I told him were just like, like my red flags. But I also was like, if I feel suffocated in the relationship, it's not going to work. Like, that's just not the kind of person that I am. Like, I'm very outgoing. Like, I like to do things on my own or, like, interact with different people. Like, you just need to trust me at the end of the day. But if I feel suffocated, like, I will leave. Yeah. I think that comes from, like, my previous relationship in college with A-Rod. He was on a story from a previous episode. But he would be so over-controlling, especially after he cheated on me. And sometimes when people cheat on you, either if you know it or not, they're going to kind of project that onto you. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was doing with me. I would be in my college organization meeting and he would get upset if I wouldn't respond to him during those times. And it's like, I need to focus. This is not just a status update. This is like us planning, strategizing, like we have a big event going on or we have like different things that we need to discuss for like a nonprofit. So it was always like weird, just like being long distance, him having these requests of like, oh, you have to say goodnight every night via call. And we're like in different time. <laughs> yeah, well, I wrote via call. <laughs> via call you must say that. <laughs> yeah I signed this contract <laughs> and I'm like it's not that I hate saying good night that's not the problem it's just like it's that if I was going out it became a problem like I remember we would go to Gildan sometimes uh late at night and because He was in Cali at the time when I was in Jersey and I'm a college student while he's alone out there It's like he wouldn't like it if I was like trying to get off the phone to like meet up with friends to like go out. He's like, oh, are you going to that house? Like, really? And just like try to like damper the night. Yeah, that's never fun. Again, it's just trying to control your emotions and put you in a state which was very manipulative. Yeah. Yeah, And going back to what you initially said, like, I feel like every relationship I've been in with like some guy that's or a boyfriend that's cheated on me 
has always also been super controlling like throughout the relationship. So I feel like there is a pattern there, that projection. (laughs) But yeah, no, I think that that makes sense. So all of like the not wanting to feel suffocated. And I think like that's a probably a lot of people's needs, but like communicating that need. And if you communicate that need and they overstep still and like make you feel like that, then yeah, I think that would be a good sign to right. that maybe this relationship isn't right for you. Yeah. And like also that being said, I think and this might not like really have to do with breakups, maybe more like just relationship advice, but like communicate your needs. Like yes. you and your partner like both have needs and you can't mind read. So like talk about your needs to each other, like talk about whether your needs are being met. If you feel like there's something that you need from your partner, like communicate that with them. And I get that that's not always possible if you're in like a like abusive relationship or like a mixed like power dynamic, but like Mm -hmm. in the cases that are not that, like definitely try to communicate your needs. I know when it comes to like sex, when you're first having those interactions with someone, the best way to have like both have a good time is to communicate what works and what doesn't work for you. I know it's not always as like sexy, but that's like how you improve over time is having those conversations. Yeah. And even having these like relationship conversations can be awkward sometimes, I think at least like feeling like your partner hears you. I think feeling like you're in a safe space, like all of those things are important when having those types of conversations. And also like maybe your needs like lead into a fight. Maybe like there are needs where like you guys disagree and where one partner is like, I can't meet those needs. And then that's like a very clear sign of like, okay, this isn't my person because you deserve to have your needs met. Yeah, I saw that with another relationship of mine that I had in college where I realized that in relationships, I like being seen. I like when people take interest in my hobbies and that's like how I show my love for other people through quality time. But back in college, I was, I went, I did a lot of engineers. That's, I don't (laughs) like that. Yeah. But freshman year, we all have like generally the same courses. Some topics I grasp more than others. And I would help like people out if they needed help. And especially like my boyfriend at the time. But then he wouldn't like reciprocate that with me. Like I would have a harder time like knowing topics around physics. Physics and me, we don't gel that well. (laughs) I just don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't. Um, And... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, ask me a single physics question now. And I would not be able to tell you an answer. <laughs> it doesn't help that we had to have like clickers at the time to like submit our answer choices. So you don't even have to go to class. But he was very intelligent in like physics and he can grasp those concepts well. So I would ask him for help and he would have such a hard time like being able to like teach me. And I guess it wouldn't have bothered me that much. But then to find out that he stopped teaching me so that he could teach his friends about like a physics topic that I was like having issues on was kind of annoying because it's like you purposely like went out of your way to like help someone else when I wanted to get help first. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. Especially if it's like not like, oh, this person is incapable of helping or like teaching. 
it's yeah if he's teaching other people it's just like the priorities right you're not a priority yeah exactly it didn't make me feel good so yeah stay in relationships that don't make you feel good (laughs) yes I think that's like at the core of it and like what you were talking about like reciprocity Mm -hmm. not everything's going to be like equal to your partner you're different people right like maybe you make different money maybe you have like different amounts of like free time but like there should still be like some kind of reciprocity in a relationship if you feel like you're giving everything and this other person like isn't maybe not like matching it but like not giving their share back in like whatever way that means to you then like that's a huge sign. No, definitely agree. And although these feelings or these actions happen from time to time, just going back to what Nikki said is that when you see this like overall trend and there hasn't been like any changes and it just doesn't align with you anymore, I think that's when you kind of have to take the move to break up with them. And I guess it's easier said than done, but once you figure out that you deserve better, now what? How do you leave the relationship? Yeah, this is literally my, this is my nightmare. This sucks. Like, I think breaking up with someone is, and maybe it's just like from my like people pleasing tendencies and like my past like experiences with doing this, but like, Mm, I'm not good at it. (laughs) I was like, there's like the toxic ways you can do it. Like (laughs) ghosting, gaslighting, cheating, maybe through a text. Ghosting someone who you've dated for like three years and just ghosting. (laughs) That would be insane. I mean, isn't that what like families did back then when we didn't have the internet and you couldn't trace people? They were just leave their wives and family and just like start a whole new life yeah i mean i'm sure that happens yeah we're not talking about those scenarios we're talking about like if you're not like a person i guess in general once like i start having these feelings you kind of just have to either like set a date and kind of like try again in a way i think Mm -hmm. that's what i do it's just like okay let me try this one more time Let me try to like communicate this better because like at the end of the day, I do want it to work out. But if you're not willing to kind of fix the issues that are in the relationship, then there's no point in moving forward. And I think if you are having the discussions, if it is like a relationship where you're like openly like talking about, I don't know, like your needs or like what's going wrong and like there's a lot of fights. I don't know. I feel like you probably won't take the other person by surprise. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe, I mean, I don't know that there is like a one right way to do this. Like, of course not. Maybe do it not in, maybe not like a public, public place, but maybe not like one of your apartments. If you think you won't be able to, um, and not like even in a way where like you think you might get hurt or something, but like, if you don't want this person to like try to convince you otherwise, I feel like sometimes that's safer, like not doing in one of your apartments. Yeah. And that happened to me. I think you were at the apartment when this happened with A-Rod. Oh, what happened? Where they just like stay there forever. Yeah. So he was living in Georgia at this time and it was long distance. So I broke up with him <laughs> over the phone 
And I think I mentioned this in another episode, but essentially like he called me a bitch and like I just it was kind of like just the last straw. I was already like out the door and it just kind of like pushed me even further. So I just like called him. I was like, no, it's like over. And he's like, okay, just like wait until like 7 p.m. Like let's talk on like video and da 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 da. So I was like, okay, like that sounds good. Like it's going to be at seven if you're late. I'm going to wait five minutes. If you're not there, I'm out. So then I'm going about my day. It's a Friday. And then I get a call and he's like, hey, um, actually, I'm going to be late to the call. I'm in Philly right now. And I'm like, Philly? What are you doing in Philly? He bought last minute tickets and there, his plane was going to be delayed. So he was going to show up at my place at seven, which I hate these like last minute efforts slash Hail Mary. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, but it's also like that what our issue wasn't that I wasn't seeing you often because we were like long distance and I'm in college. Like you're out of college. Like I shouldn't be this way. I'm too young. Like this is not the life I want kind of situation. Yeah. So to pull that and like show up my house and like have this conversation with me, like I was I had a couple panic attacks that night because I was just so overwhelmed by the situation. Did he know like what you were going to do? Like, did he know that you were breaking up with him? Yeah, because I broke up with him over the phone. This, so this was him like trying to convince me and we were like in my room. So that's why I'm saying like for your example of like if you want to break it up, don't do that. I would highly suggest that because it just – there's a way to manipulate to like get you to stay even if it's yeah. just like using like sex as a token yeah oh my oh my god yeah the number of times I've had relationships where like literally sex was the only reason why we were dating for that long I mean not the only reason but like a big reason also you can break up with them in like a neutral space and then they could still like show up at your apartment or show up on your like quad outside of like the picnic tables Ooh. if you know what I'm talking about. Are you are you talking from experience, Nikki? I don't know what you're talking about. Please do tell us more. I didn't really consider this like a relationship relationship, but I was talking to someone for and I guess maybe it was a relationship, but like it was my summer after freshman year. I was talking to them for like that summer and then like a couple months after and I was like or maybe like a month after and like once I got back to school I was like I don't want to like still do this and I mean I feel like this situation was kind of manipulated in weird ways where like he ended up like moving back to New Jersey like that summer like got it getting a job in New Jersey like being a lot like closer to where I was yeah and he would just like which is a lot of like pressure on you. Like a lot. I'm you're a, freshman. a sophomore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a freshman to sophomore in college. You are literally graduated. You are an adult man. Like want to settle down with you. Like, like the whole do nine not yards. move for another person and do not like make it feel like it was on them and then they're guilty now for like not wanting to be with you like that's so messed up like thinking back to it I get so I get like kind of mad you didn't ask him to move oh my god I didn't like so why put that on you yeah I did not ask him to move and 
he didn't really make me feel like that but I mean I, I felt like it like innately but yeah he ended up moving like close to where our college was or like in the same town as where our college was so it was easy for him to commute to like where we me and Andrea like lived in a suite mm-hmm. and he would like outside of a like at a picnic table in the middle of the quad where our suites were and just like call me like a million times and just like cry on the phone and I would just be like I cared about this person like he's not a bad person but also like no is no and also like just give space that's so like manipulative and that's suffocating a million percent like that's not going to make someone like come back to you Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know why they think these like efforts would work. But I think as far as like how to break up with someone, it's always like finding that right time. I mean, I know that sometimes like with our examples, you have like definitive actions that you can be like, I'm breaking up with you because you cheated on me because like, you like disrespected me or like you have concrete evidence. But I think the hardest part is like breaking up with someone who like it's it's not that they did something to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're just not into it anymore. Like it's just you don't feel it. And I feel like all of my breakups have been like those like dramatic. Like I know. I This is it. Like draw the line. I feel like a lot of my breakups have also been like kind of based on like dramatic things. But yeah, I think finding the right time. And setting that time, like, not to break up with them, but, like, hey, like, this is so cliche, but, like, hey, like, can we, like, talk or something? Like, setting up a time to talk with them and, like, setting it, like, very explicitly, like, oh, can we talk, like, this day versus it being, like, later or, like, leaving them, like, kind of hanging in that sense. Yeah. Being in, like, a neutral space potentially where – maybe it's not like completely private or I know there are people who also like like to do it in a private space because it is like a very intimate thing that's going on and I think also like setting good boundaries for like anything after like communication after I think if you don't want to talk to the other person like you don't want them to like reach out to you I think stating that there and setting that boundary with them there as it's happening is super important. Yeah. I don't have experiences with like me breaking up where it's like those situations, but that does remind me of when I was broken up with and it wasn't a relationship, but this was someone that I was hooking up with and we were in the same group. Like we got along, but one night we were supposed to go out and I just didn't behave I behaved a little crazy essentially because I wasn't he was like okay like I'll text you like where we're gonna go and keep in mind we already have like we were been friends for a couple months like just started like hooking up or whatever and then I like don't hear from him which is like out of nowhere so of course me like drinking at night like not hearing from him all day. I'm like, is everything okay? Like, let me know. And I like call him a couple times, which I'm not sure how much, but I'm sure it was a crazy <laughs> amount of times. But the next day he was like, oh, can we like talk? Like, let's meet at the park. And we just like walked around and he was just like telling me like, this is not the kind of relationship that I want right now. Like I want it to be more casual. And I don't think that's 
what like you want in your life right now and he just said he like didn't want to continue and like we could still be friends but i thought that was like the best breakup experience that's such a good breakup yeah afterwards like because we were in like the same organization i always felt like awkward being around him not because he broke up with me but because i'm like oh he probably tells all his friends that i'm like that crazy girl that like calls so many times but he's such a nice guy and like we like do talk like from time to time and he's just like a good person all around so i'm glad i I had that good breakup experience i think that's the proper way to do it yeah no that's definitely the proper like that's such a good way of doing it and also like you were not crazy for like calling him if he like said he was going to reach out to you and he didn't reach out to you like that's not a crazy thing but it's good that he like level setted his expectations with you right so yeah that's great yeah I totally forgot (laughs) I mean and this goes with with boundaries and this is going back to like breaking up with someone I'm thinking about like one of my relationships that was like very tumultuous the entire the entire time Mm. and it wasn't even like when we broke up really it was more like when he found out I was seeing someone else but he would like show up at my apartment unannounced like multiple times he showed up once when the the guy I was dating (laughs) at the time was at my apartment like it was just like do not (laughs) Do not go to a person's residency once you're broken up with. Like, don't. Like, that's, like, totally breaking boundaries and, like, breaking someone's, like, safe space. So just a tip if you get broken up with. I feel like I look back in relationships and I'm like, why? Oh, my God. All the time. I have definitely gotten broken up with. Um, I'm thinking of, like, two specific people, one of whom I – did end up like dating again like multiple times um Ooh, I wonder but, like who. the first time you know big surprise <laughs> the first I mean not the first time I've gotten broken up with but the first time in this specific relationship we had like a very very big fight where he just like a big fight and he yeah. ended up kicking the wall or something he ended up like breaking his foot or fracturing like a bone in his foot or something. <gasps> oh and my was, god, and this it was man! My fault. And it was like very much like with how big of a fight it was, it was like a million percent we're breaking up. Like there's no way. But we were <laughs> we were broken up for a week. But that whole week, I was like the first couple of days, I was so upset. I was just like, I feel like when I. I'm going through a breakup I'm very much like I want to be by myself at first just because like yeah I'm embarrassed by like how much I want to like cry and like just like really wallow I feel like I like in a self-destructive way like kind of just want hurt myself as much as possible not like physically but just like look at old things like just like think about it like I think just like cry into like I have no emotion left to like give anymore and then I feel like being with friends like helps a lot like I think in that relationship specifically like I think being in a house with all girls who I like really liked that was so helpful I think even like the girls that I wasn't as like close with were like super like supportive during this time and super like I like the idea of um wallowing but also like people like lifting you up and being like oh my god like 
let's get you out. Like, let's do all these things. Yeah. I mean, I don't normally like to go like from relationship to, to just like relationship and just like find another person. But like, I like the people who are like, let's like, like, I guess like hype you up in terms of, oh, like any guy would be like lucky to have you, you yeah. know, like those kinds of things. To like shift your perspective and at least like distract you for a little bit. It's not going to fix yeah. it, but it's going to help, you know, it does oh help. God. A million percent it helps. I mean, for me and in, in both of our yeah. experiences. Um, <laughs> I think it also like depends on like if you're getting broken up with it sometimes does come out of nowhere and that's where I have like that natural reaction to just like pull myself away from everything and just like focus on me but then it's like if I know it was coming or like I initiated it then I'm sometimes like the day of like I tell people and I'm like let's go out like I need a distraction yeah and I think like also like even if you break up with a person or like if you mutually break up or if they break up with you, I f- think regardless, like, your life might be changing. Yeah. Like, the familiarity and, like, the comfort of talking to this person every day, like, potentially even, like, living with this person, like, doing daily things with this person, like, everything's going to remind you, maybe, maybe, like, maybe this is just me, but, like, remind you of that person. And so, like, even if you are the one breaking up or even if you saw it coming for, like, months, sometimes it's still yeah. hard, just that transition and and missing them and like getting used to like life without them yeah because regardless they were with you for some time so you're right it's like getting out of that habit it does take a while yeah and I think like specifically this wasn't this is more like of a mutual falling out but when Jake and I broke up the time that we did break up like we had lived together at that point and we were like I mean we were still living like we had to live together until like we could break the lease and like find our own apartments and all of that. So that was like a total mind fuck of like still being around that person and especially like being in like a 300 square foot like studio apartment oh, with that yeah. person and owning a dog with that person. So I think that one was like especially hard, just like completely like feeling like my whole like world was changing or like the way. I, I guess like mourning this future that you saw with a person yeah, and the, the future that you saw for your life even in that same sense though, I feel like moving out, like creating new routine, like all of that helped me a lot, like to cope with a breakup and coping. It could take days, months, years. It all depends on like how you heal. I guess like one way to cope, And something we hear maybe like, well, at least I've heard on like TV shows and movies is like the only way to get over someone is to get under someone (laughs) who rebounds. Yeah, that was a great transition, Rhea. Okay, so one (laughs) is, yeah, for example, when I broke up with A-Rod after finding out that he was cheating on me. It was during the summer and we were coming back to school. So I think, yeah, Nikki, you were there. A lot of our friends were there, Gildan. I remember when I broke up, I think the next day or that night, I like texted like a gif of Beyonce's single ladies and be like, I'm single. Let's go out. And that night was so much fun. Do you you remember that night? (laughs) Okay, you don't remember this night. 
I maybe like if I say like, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, maybe say more. Okay. So we decided to go out to this house party. And essentially, you know, I'm a free lady. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But why does this happen to me? Who knows? I'm like, like, this is such a weird way to say it. But like, we dance with our friends. Like sometimes like we grind with our friends, but it's not like sexual. It's just like dancing. It's like the way that like people dance at Rutgers, like uh, in certain communities, whatever. It's like the type of song, whatever. Um, And then our my like our oh friend oh my god i remember this <laughs> <night>. <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay you can continue our friend was just like i don't know she's like oh can we make out and then we just started making out on the dance floor but i was just like i don't know what happened and then i I like walked away and I went to you and I was like oh like she just asked me to make out with her so we just made out and you go are you serious you're my best friend why didn't we make out like why didn't you make out with me oh my god <laughs> I'm so the controlling we- friend <laughs> <laughs> so then we make out and then I think your boyfriend at the time was there, but he wasn't watching. And then our other mutual friend, he was there and he watched it. And keep in mind during this time. Watched it. <laughs> Just so like matter of it was a ve- watch. <laughs> well, because then he says something to your boyfriend being like, oh, you like missed out. They just like made out. And then actually another girl comes in and then. The guy that was watching Nikki and I make out for a little, he was like, oh, like, I didn't, like, I didn't get to, like, kiss anyone or, like, da 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 And this is during the time where he wasn't, like, as confident in himself. He hasn't met his, the love of his life yet. So there's, like, that situation. But I was just, like, to the other girls, like, why don't we just, like, make out with him at the same time? Because I think it would be fun. And then he'll, like, not I complain. I don't think I remember that happened. You made yeah, out with that, I, that person that we're talking about who watched? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, but with That's the so other funny. girl. So it doesn't yeah, work like, out. Yeah, and not like in a like emotional way. No, it That's was so like funny. he was complaining about it and he's like such like, I don't know. He's such yeah. like an innocent like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. I, I get it. I know what you're saying. I feel so weird. Like, he wasn't going to take advantage of you. Like he's, he's a, a nice guy. Oh, yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. But it's like, wow, like what a night. <laughs> Wild, Wild nice Rio was out making out with so everyone. No one was funny. safe. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, yeah, it's like situations like that of going out or like sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, since I'm single, I can go on Tinder now. And then I just do that and like swipe for a little. But like if I think about my latest breakup um, which was with my current boyfriend I feel like that was the first time that I was like actually really using apps because mm-hmm. I like met again like so many just relationships that kind of like flew into each other and I feel like apps are like a fun way like a fun like distraction or like maybe like an escapism I think for me it was important to know like oh there are other people out there because yeah. I feel like a lot of my boyfriends I end up putting on this like pedestal of like they're so great and like they were the best person in all of these ways so I think it's 
great seeing the plethora of men out there. Yeah, definitely an ego boost. I had a guy buy me Chipotle and drop it off and all I had to give him was a hug and then I deleted the app, so. (laughs) I remember that actually. I was like, yeah, while you were single. I actually, pro tip, did not actually follow through with this, but I created a Tinder profile also in this time that I was single and I didn't put any pictures of myself but I put a picture of like my mattress in the lobby and I lived in a four floor walk up and I was like looking for a man to like carry this up to my apartment. I remember this. (laughs) And I got so many matches. Literally my face was not in it. It was just a picture of the mattress next to the wall. So many matches. So yeah, there's (laughs) desperate men out there that you can distract yourself with. I think also like on the topic of rebounding, And I'm not like proud of this, but I feel like, especially during college, I would always have not like people I was like teeing up. Oh, yeah. People that like maybe you had like a flirty relationship with that like you wouldn't cheat on your boyfriend with, but like you knew they were like a very sure option. If you wanted to go down that route. Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. If you wanted something physical, if you wanted something like even just someone to like chat with or like feel like special around. Like I feel like I had like a list of of people on like my radar for like who I could just go to after. And I'm not like recommending that. I mean, college is so exciting. You get to meet all these new people at the same time. Like it's such a unique experience that you share with everyone. So I mean, you're bound to have those like tee ups. And I think even like nearing the end of my I don't want to say like the end of my relationship because I did like get back with him and I'm currently dating him. But like in my last breakup, we were still living together, but I knew like we knew we were breaking up. So I did like meet this person at a party. Like I went to a party with my friend and her friends. So it was like all like people that I didn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily friends with, but like mutual friends. And there was this one guy that like, I was kind of into and honestly like for me I feel like just being attracted to someone is so hard (gasps) yeah not in like an ego way but in like a like when you've been dating someone for so long and you're so invested in that person like sometimes it's hard to be attracted to other people I think and so finding this person and be like oh like I'm kind of attracted to like this person and like their personality and I feel like we're like clicking right now so I didn't do it while we were still living together, but after I ended up like hanging out with him and like talking to him. And I think in that sense, like maybe he was a rebound. Like I I wasn't like emotionally invested into him at all, but like it helped me a lot just to get in the process of getting back out there. Yeah. And you never know, maybe a rebound becomes a whole six year situation ship. So technically... Leah is a rebound, if I mean, you think about it. Jake is a rebound, too. Technically, my boyfriend before Jake was also a rebound. So, <laughs> I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. It just yeah. happens. And I, I think that's know. what happens a lot of the time, too. Like, when you're not looking for something, especially when you're right out of a relationship, I think you just, your, like, aura of, like, not looking for someone and, like, kind of, like, being back in your genuine self, your, like, authentic self, yeah. you attract all these other people and maybe like 
it, your goal isn't to just like get in another relationship, but sometimes if like the person checks out, like maybe it, it works. And also like there are ways to like go through a breakout without like being, I don't know, like rebounding with people, I'm sure. And I think, I don't know, some good resources for me have been like journaling. I didn't do this d- during a breakup, but like therapy is usually great just feeling like heard and like you could talk to someone um hanging out with friends like setting up yeah things with friends setting up like trips to get like excited for like just having things to be excited about fill that time and like find a new hobby or something yeah go to the gym revenge body just kidding (laughs) yeah I mean just blowing off steam too lifting weights like doing cardio like I feel like all of that are dopamine boosts and maybe sometimes like in the interim you need those dopamine boosts and I think sometimes like in relationships you kind of it's not that you lose yourself but coming out of it you kind of have to like find yourself again and see like okay like what have I learned like what what do I actually want like what am I looking for what are my expectations And how do I like move forward to get that? Yeah, I think it's such a great opportunity to get to know yourself, to like date yourself. And like you were saying there too, like maybe it's not about losing yourself in a relationship, but you're definitely like probably making some compromises depending on like how intense your like partnership is or like how long or I don't know, like move somewhere, like try something new, like maybe there are things that you thought about your life while you were with this person that you like thought were certain or like in stone and like you had to do the XYZ and like play XYZ role in your or another person's life. And now you have like so much freedom. And I think embracing that freedom is such a big part of getting through a breakup. Now that we're coming to the end of this segment, we do want to make a little announcement for those who are as loyal to stay until the end but Nikki and I decided to take a new venture with our podcast and add a after dark segment these are going to be topics and we'll post about this on our social media but essentially these are going to be topics uh, related to more vulnerable areas especially around like sex but it can be in a lot of different forms essentially the after dark episodes we're going to talk on topics that are like rated r or you have to be over 18 to listen to and we just don't want our family or co-workers to listen to them and it's just kind of like a warning to let them know that it might get a little raunchy up in here yeah i think that's the main takeaway mom and dad (laughs) who i was on the phone with last night and said that they've been listening to the podcasts you are not allowed to listen to them so i think that's the main takeaway do if you work with me or if you are my parents my grandparents my aunts my uncles andrea's parents (laughs) andrea's aunts uncles don't listen. And if you decide to take that step forward and disregard our message and listen, that's on you. Do not judge. This is a safe space for everyone. And we just want to like bring more of these conversations because it's good to have. And when we're in a place where 
sex and the sex industry is so looked down upon and yet we are also ignorant about it as like a society we need to bring more education to it and even if it's just like talking about like the physical acts of sex or just like what is intimacy and like how do we bring that back into our lives yeah no i think definitely a sheltered way of like pretending that sex like doesn't exist and like not talking about it and then like being a teenager who had never learned about sex like that's scary and I feel like that's a lot of our experiences growing up and um I think we should talk about it let's talk about sex baby and with that thanks for listening and that's a wrap Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shy and Salty, where you can DM us with questions and stories slash topics that you would like us to cover for future episodes. Thanks again for listening to Shy and Salty. Take care of yourselves and see you next Tuesday.